Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Wrestling Weekly. This is New News, Episode 9, Part 2. This is a two-part episode. If you haven't listened to the previous part, I recommend you do that. Um, these two parts are basically catching up on all the news that I've missed in the past four months since I last recorded a New News episode. So, let's begin with Snapshot 24W03A. Okay, so I'm going to go over the changes here, starting with uh, change to the Armadillo. Uh, the Armadillo now has a visual update. They've gathered feedback from the first Armadillo snapshot. And the next step, they'll look at the Armadillo, the Armadillo Scoots, and the Wolf Armor is now here. And then Armadillos now spawn in Badlands. Um, so with these Armadillo changes, um, I really think, I really like the new texture update. So I'm glad they did that. And uh, Armadillos also now spawn in Badlands, which I think is a really good idea. Um, and that just adds more life to the Badlands. And it makes Armadillos easier to find. Uh, armadillo rolling up behavior, caves, or spiders and cave spiders will now run away from armadillos if not in a roll-up state. Makes perfect sense to me. They eat spider eyes, it makes sense that the spider would run away from them. And that, that adds a way to uh, move spiders for general mob farms. You can now move zombies with the villagers, uh, skeletons with the wolves, creepers with the, with the cats, and now you can move spiders and cave spiders with armadillos, which means making a general mob farm is a lot easier. Um, more things for you to filter if you decide if you want to filter it. Um, changes adjusted the texture of the wolf color layer to be more consistent with the new wolf armor. So they've changed. So the way the texture has now changed is instead of just being on one layer. So uh, before it was just on the front, but now it's on the front and the side a little bit. Um, it makes more sense if you look at the pictures. Um, they'll be in this change log, which I really need to make a post. I'll probably do that at some point soon here um, on my blog, and then you'll be able to see this. But you can also just go to Minecraft.net and find it. Um, I, I really like it. It's now it's a bigger color, which means it's easier to find it as well from a side view if you're if a wolf is tamed or not. Um, <clears throat> uh, accessibility: the default focus is now always set when entering or exiting any menu while navigating using tab or arrow keys, and then. Technical changes, I'm not going to go through all these, but I will just say, um, the data, I'll go through the bullet points here. The data pack version is now 28. The resource pack version is now 24. Custom villager trades can be configured to accept items that have, have different tags from the expected item by adding ignore tags true and then trades NBT. When entities, or uh, with the villager stuff, actually, that's uh, really good. So now custom villager trades can accept items that are named differently or have different durability. Um, when entities leave or enter the end, the area they arrive in will now stay loaded for 15 seconds, matching the behavior of nether portals, added transfer packets, added cookie pack packets, decreased the default size of the spawn chunks, and made the value configurable. So, with the spawn chunks, this is a decent change. So, the spawn chunk size used to be, uh, 19 by 19 entity ticking chunks to 3 by 3 entity ticking chunks. And really, all the mob farms that are, or all the farms that you would put in your spawn chunks that are actually useful in there can fit inside 3x3 three three pretty easily. Um, and if you need to, there's a game rule, but this was done to reduce memory usage, loading times, and CPU usage. We opted not to fully remove sp spawn chunks to allow players who currently utilize this functionality to continue to do so. Added a new game rule, spawn chunk radius, to set the size of the spawn chunks. Possible values are 0 to 32, where 0 completely disables the spawn chunks, and, and 10 is equivalent to the functionality before this change. So this actually, now you can do the spawn chunks even larger if you really wanted to for some reason. Um, data pack version 28, resource pack version 24. Experimental features. 
So with the breeze, the breeze now deflects all projectiles, and deflected projectiles now deflect in the direction of the shooter. So the breeze is a bit more tricky to fight. So you'll have to do uh, melee. And in the trade rebalance, the, uh, villagers who buy armor now ignore durability and can buy damaged armor. So that was allowed by that other uh, uh, the MBT change for the technical changes. And then we got a bunch of fixed bugs. And yeah, so that's snapshot 24W03A. So next up, we have snapshot 24W03B. So with the changes here, uh, there's several bug fixes. And they updated the model, texture, and animation of the wind charge projectile to, make, to give it a more dynamic look and feel. So I'm going to real quick look on the wiki to see what the difference actually was. If you don't know what the wiki is, it's minecraft.wiki. Oh, I like it. I like the change. Before it kind of like had uh, wind, like wind going around it that was, that kind of like was 3D, but now it just goes around it in a more dynamic line. I really like how it looks now. Um, and more in the wind charge later. So the wind charge has been changed and there's several bugs fixed. And then we have Minecraft Snapshot 24W04A. So this is a snapshot bringing some armadillo changes, experimental feature changes, and a bunch of technical changes. So changes. The armadillo now rolls up when it detects a mob or player that has attacked recently. So that means that now you will, uh, now if you hit a mob, or if you hit a, an armadillo, then for a little while, uh, I don't know how long it is, but it will, uh, it will roll up when it sees you because it knows that you've attacked it recently. When an armadillo is in rolled up state, its shell will protect it and reduce the damage dealt to it, even allowing it to fully resist weak attacks. So you'll need to use a weapon or do a critical hit, I think. Um, and then renamed allow cheats to allow commands. I love this change because the commands aren't really cheats. It's just another way of playing. Minecraft, when it comes to cheating in Minecraft, it's very relative. If you're playing on a server and they have rules, then follow those rules, yes. But if you're playing on a single-player world, if you feel like you're cheating yourself out of the experience, then don't do it if you feel like you're cheating yourself out of the experience. But if you don't feel like you're cheating yourself out of the experience, if you have different needs that make you, uh, like, make it to where it's a lot easier if you play using those, uh, use allowing commands, if you just want to allow commands because you enjoy playing that way, if you don't want to have to worry about, like, keep inventory and things like that, like, allow cheats changing to allow commands makes a lot more sense. So now you just allow commands. Is it? It's not cheating unless you feel like you're cheating yourself out of the experience. And in that case, why are you doing it anyways? So that's a change, and I really like that they did that. Um, next up here, we have um, technical changes. The data pack version is now 29. Added an option to use a faster region file compression algorithm on dedicated servers. Introduced changes to optimizing worlds improved server TPS debug charts, and reduced time needed to generate explorer maps and to bury treasures. So experimental features with the breeze. The breeze is now aggressive toward iron golems in addition to players. And then the breeze no longer retaliates against attacks from the falling mobs. Skeletons, strays, zombies, husks, spiders, cave spiders, and slimes. And then the mobs mentioned will not retaliate when hurt by the, brins, by the breeze's wind charge particles. So they are now friendly to each other. Um, and then copper grates, uh, stone cutting copper blocks into copper grates output, outputs four copper grates. I'm not sure how many it did before, but yeah, four copper grates. Okay, Minecraft Snapshot 24W05A. 
So this snapshot adds, uh, there's some technical changes. Data pack version is now 30. Resource pack version is now 25. Added a reserved region file compression ID for third-party servers to use custom comp comp compression implementations. No idea what that means. Added an option to not compress region files and that al allowed, server, allowed server operators to view dedicated server TPS debug chart. And the experimental features. Added vault block. The vault is a block that holds locked treasure and loot. Find the right key to eject its rewards. Found throughout trial chambers containing the structure's most valuable loot. Vaults and trial chambers require a trial key to be unlocked. Can be unlocked by an unlimited amount of players. After a player has unlocked a vault, they cannot unlock that vault again. If a player has not unlocked that vault before, an orange stream of particles will flow from the player to the vault when nearby. It has a keyhole that will be opened or closed depending on the players nearby. If any nearby player has not unlocked the that vault, the key will be open. If all nearby players have unlocked that vault, the key will, will be closed. Uh, within its cage, it will cycle through and display items which are possible to eject from its loot table. The rewards it ejects are randomized from its loot table each time it is unlocked. <coughs> um, cannot be crafted or obtained in survival and does not drop anything when mined. Explosion resistant and cannot be moved. Vaults currently reuse the same loot table that reward chests previously used in the trial chambers. And this loot is temporary and will be completely revised as development continues. And then the trial key has been updated to reflect new vault visuals. So if you had theories that the vault or that the trial key was going to uh, unlock something with the deep dark because it had a similar color scheme, that was completely like, that was un that had nothing to do with that. That was not planned. And so it's now been updated to match the vault. And then now next snapshot. And then next snapshot, Minecraft snapshot 24W05B. And this just is a technical change, as well as three bug fixes. Uh, potion effect amplifiers are now restricted between 0 and 127. That's a technical change. I'm not sure if this means you'll no longer be able to do a potion effects that are up to 255. Because um, that would be disappointing if you can't do that anymore. Or there may be something I'm missing. These technical changes aren't meant for me. Uh, they're meant for the people who actually understand them. Um, so I'm not sure if that's just something with the MBT and you'll still be able to do 255. I have no clue. Next snapshot. Snapshot 24W06A. Um, it brings a new experimental feature, the wind charge. Become the breeze. Using a wind charge will fire off a wind charge projectile similar to the breezes. A wind charge fired by the player will grant 10% more knockback than a breezes, but have a much smaller area of impact. Uh, just like the projectile fired by the breeze, wind charges fired by the player also deal damage if they are hit if they hit an entity directly. Uh, the breeze drops between four to six wind charges when killed. There is a half-second cooldown after each use. Wind charges can be fired from a dispenser. Players that launch themselves with a wind charge only accumulate fall damage below the Y level of where they collided with the wind burst. So basically, you can use the wind burst to boost yourself in the, up in the air. So parkour. Um, and then you'll only gain fall damage from when you fall anywhere below where you originally were. So if you're at Y level 50 and you use a wind charge and it boosted you up to Y level 52, you would take no, uh, no fall damage. However, if it dropped you down to Y level 45, for example, then you would take, uh, damage. But you'd only take damage accumulating as if you fell from Y level 50 to 45. <clears throat> Makes sense? I hope so. Vault. Tweak the texture of vaults to make them easier to distinguish from trial spawners. Uh, changes, final tweaks to the armadillo, um, updates to the tamed wolves, health and damage, added an option to use Chinese or Japanese variants of CJK characters, hoppers will no longer try to pick up item entities if there's a full block placed above it, um, so with the armadillo, the armadillo does not panic when damaged, but rolls up instead and hides 
uh, their head and feet. Armadillos peek out to see if the coast is clear before unrolling, so you'll still be able to see the head, but only when it's about to unroll. Um, new animations and sounds for rolling up. An unrolling plus the peek out animation. And with these changes, the armadillo work is done for now, and they are switching their attention to the wolf armor instead. Tanned wolves, health, and damage. So, this, uh, I'm going to explain this afterwards in case you get confused from this, because I know some people have. Um, if I'm correct, this is not what... Actually, let me verify first. Okay, yep. So, the uh, changes here is wolves are now more powerful in a way. So, originally, they would take tw they had 20 health points, or 10 hearts, and they took half the damage from most environmental sources. Um, and you'd feed it, and it would do however many health points. Now, they have doubled the health points to 40 health points and 20 hearts, um, and, they, and they removed the taking half the damage. So this is not that they have split the damage in half. This is that they, were, they are making it to where it no longer splits the damage in half. The wolf will now be able... So in most cases, this change will make no difference given the health boost, but they can now withstand more damage from players and arrows. Uh, Japanese font variants. A new option has been added to select Japanese variants for some CJK characters. Replacement glyphs from ja Japanese version of the font font. Okay. Um... New option is included in the new fonts or new option is included in the new font settings menu accessible from language menu. Default value of this option is based on system local language settings and forced unicode button has been moved to font settings. Technical changes. The data pack version is now 31, resource pack version is now 26, improved hopper performance, added JFR, Java Flight Recorder events for individual chunk reads, Minecraft.chunk region read and writes, Minecraft.chunk region write, maximum length of a command and a function, including macro expansions can no longer exceed 20 million characters, reduced amount of data sent by the server during login by reused parts of the vanilla data pack. That's all the technical changes. If you didn't understand those, that's okay. They aren't really meant for the people who don't understand them, but they're meant for the people who do understand them, not me. Um, next snapshot, 24W07A. So, in 24W07A, they introduced a new skeleton variant called the Bogged. This is what I was talking about in the last episode with the skeletons with poison arrows. Well, I guess I'll read this first. Uh, first of all, there's a known issue. The fall damage reduction of the wind charge is not working. Um, and this is the final snapshot, so that is still an issue, I guess. Um... So, experimental features. Bogged, a new variant of skeletons that shoots poisonous arrows. They're faster to take down with 16 health instead of 20 health, and they attack at a slower interval of 3.5 seconds instead of 2 seconds. Has a chance to drop arrows of poison when killed by players, so those are now renewable. Um, these mossy and mushroom-covered skeletons spawn naturally in swamps and mangrove swamps, and can also be found spawning from trial spawners in some trial chambers. So, let me check for a moment before... Here we go. Yep, the poisonous skeletons are no longer, the skeletons with the poison arrows don't no longer spawn as a ranged mob. Instead, the bog spawns. So, I don't know if they already had this planned, but, I mean, I, I think it's a neat change. I'm, I'm glad that the bog is, bogged is there. I might, I might no longer be glad when they, when it's added, and I find that it's incredibly annoying. I have no clue. Um, but they attack slower. 1.5 seconds slower, which is neat. Um, Hoppers can no longer uh, can once again pick up items from beehives and bee nests, but other full blocks still block them. Um, technical changes: the data pack version now 32, and a bunch of fixed bugs. And that is all the Minecraft Java snapshots. <sighs> you know what? Yeah, 
This is a lot of stuff. This episode's already decently long. So we're going to do a part three of this episode next week. That is three parts for this New News 9 episode. That's the most parts of New News episode has ever had. I mean, two parts was also longest because it's never been multi-part. So, yeah. Um, we will... I will see you guys in the next episode. But first, let's do an outro. So, if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to let me know by emailing me at redstoneweeklypodcast.gmail.com leaving a Spotify Q&A on any Q&A post, preferably a recent one. You can also answer specific questions there and also do polls. So if you're not on Spotify, if you want to move to there and do the things, you can. Um, there's also chapters there. If you want to, you can also uh, leave a uh, an iTunes review or Apple Podcast review. So if you're on a, if you are on Android, you can, I think, if you have a Windows PC, you can rate my podcast on iTunes, I think. Or you can also do it on the podcast app on your phone if you have an iPhone. And you don't even have to use it as your main one. Just review me. Do a specific review, not a rating, if you would like me to give you a shout-out, which I will do. If you give me five stars. So go give me five stars on Apple Podcasts, and I'll give you a shout-out. Um, also, here's what I'm going to do. So I recently got access to my Apple Podcast Connect. So I can now see all the reviews from multiple countries. The issue is that there's a lot of countries, and I'm not able to view all reviews from all countries. So instead, I'm going to check the three most dominant countries of people who are listening to my podcast, and that is the United States, Canada, and United Kingdom. If you are not in that list, you can email me. I'll give you a shout-out. But there is hundreds, okay, maybe not hundreds, maybe like a hundred countries on this list, and it would take me like an hour or half an hour to check this, and I just don't have that time. So, if you live in the United States, United Kingdom, or Canada, I will read your review. So, I will be answering those. I'll answer them in the next episode, though. So, yeah. Um, that You can do it on Apple Podcasts um, or iTunes. And if you live in the United States, United Kingdom, or Canada, I will read your review on the show and give you a shout-out. Uh, but you have to do a rating, or a review, not a rating. Um, and then, if you... You can also go to my blog at podcastredstoneweekly.blogspot.com. Some changes are going to be coming. Maybe a giant re- UI revamp. I have no clue. You can check out that if you want. And you can check out some of the posts. I will start having posts with links in them soon here. Um, so you can do that if you want. And check my Flickr, F-L-I-C-K-R dot com slash redstoneweekly. Check some photos. I haven't posted things there in a while because I haven't really done my survival world. Um, I'll do my survival world eventually. I promise. I'm starting a new... I don't know if I've said this. I'm starting a new survival world. This time I'm, I'm going to actually look for a seed. So, yeah, that's everything. So I will see you in the next episode, which will be New News 9 Part 3 next Monday. Probably. So, yeah, I'll see you then. Goodbye.